Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Teresa Monter for the Workday Afternoon. Joining me on the phone today is Rakesh Krishnamuti, Director of Enterprise Sales, PayPal. We find out more about the recently released survey, Singapore's Resilient SMBs Survive and Thrive During the Pandemic, which delves into SMBs and their pivot into digitalization and a global reach. Rakesh, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Clarissa. Happy New Year to you and to all the listeners out there. Same to you. I hope you had a fantastic start to a new year. I sure did. <laughs> raring to go. Raring to go for, raring for the new year. We all are. <laughs> Let us loose. We're ready for it. <laughs> now, first, why don't you give us an overview of the takeaways, the most important takeaways from this sure. latest survey about uh, SMBs and their pivot to global e-commerce? Absolutely. So we, we surveyed about 210 or so business decision makers um, of SMBs in Singapore to understand their experience during this COVID-19 period. Uh, and the findings led us to about three to four takeaways. Uh, number one, social media emerged as the number one way to grow the business during the pandemic. Uh, secondly, it's about slightly less than half of the SMBs did not actually see a negative impact from the pandemic. Uh, thirdly, we saw a greater reliance on digital payments by consumers, which obviously resulted in the majority of SMBs that we uh, surveyed keen to invest in more payment options for their consumers. Uh, and last but not least, about 80%, four out of five of the SMBs we surveyed, also uh, were into cross-border selling. So I think this is a, these are all very top, uh, these are the top findings for us, actually, from this survey. All right. Now, cross-border selling, that used to be something that you nebulously had an idea to do. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? But it wasn't a necessity. Has it become one? Oh, it absolutely is. Um, and I think if you look at the, um, uh, the survey, about two-thirds of them have really made the move into cross-border selling. Um, and it's been really successful for them. You know, so uh, and for many of them, I think the ex- the difference um, expanding overseas, sorry, is the difference between sometimes staying afloat or even shutting down. So let me give you an example, right? So we have an upcoming campaign. It's called Change Makers of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and we here we do what we do is we celebrate social successful local merchants who have taken the step of selling cross border. So a, com- uh, a merchant of ours is called Sova Silk. Um, they do pillowcases and all that. Uh, face masks to help enhance the sleep experience, something that I think all of us would love to have, right? A good night's sleep. So at the start of their business, they were trying to get retail space, right, in the malls. But because of COVID and safe management um, restrictions, they had to scale back. And they refocused their strategy online, right, which helped their business to grow. So through partnering with us, Sova Silk today now has got customers in Malaysia, Australia, UK, US. Um, and one of the reasons why they succeed is because of their partnership with us, with a globally trusted payment brand, which resonates with international customers. So I think that's to me, is you know, one of the reasons why, you know, um, it's become a necessity today. Okay. Right. Now, I might have asked you this question before, a bit. It, mm. it comes to insight. Why does PayPal do these kind of surveys? <laughs> what are you looking for? What information are you trying to glean? You know, um, Teresa, especially more so in the last two years, right, there's been great 
reliance on digital payments, mm-hmm. right, by consumers and merchants. You and I both are experiencing it, right? Everything that we buy, you know, we transact. Now they say, do either pay me by PayNow or PayPal or bank transfer or whatever it is, right? Sure. So, and it's happening not just from a convenience standpoint, but also from a safety standpoint. It's all about contactless buying now, right? I don't want to, you know, Lazada or whoever, just shopping guys, they leave their stuff outside my door. You know, they don't even want to see me anymore. So, digital payments <laughs> and, and buying has become uh, conv- more from a convenience standpoint, but also from a safety standpoint. So, we also want to know what, what, uh, how we can, continue, we can continue to meaningfully innovate you know, and reimagine payments for our customers and merchants, right? Uh, and to see how we can better improve the experience because it's all about, all about the experience, Clarissa. When you buy online, you just want to make sure you're in, you're out, and you're done. You know, you don't want to be doodling too long uh, on a particular site. Has this made us more um, impatient? Do you think? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Don't, don't you don't you find it don't you find it a chore when you when you want to go on a website and you know at the checkout when you are when you're at the checkout uh, page, right? They ask you to key in your name, your credit card number, you know, expiry date. Your you know sometimes they ask you for your you know they ask you for your grandmother's maiden name and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, right. And and I think that's really important because people now have really got no patience. Right. They want to have something that's um, seamless, uh, frictionless, and partnering the right type of providers uh, is going to help you do that. So, and we've got this particular, you know, and, and with us, we have the capability, you know, of passing, you know, all these online merchants, customer, uh, secure customer information that really stops you, that really, you know, um, uh, negates you the need to in- enter all these kind of information. So, all you need to do is just use ID, password, and you're done. Right, so that's the beauty of uh, selling, you know, with PayPal. Then I'll have to say I, I will agree with that. I've I've had to give you my information one time. I trust you with it, and yep. every time I need to check out, I'll just go, yeah, you know, I'm using PayPal, and everything that's, that is required is already shared with whoever the merchant is. Absolutely, yeah, and that's why 400 million customers believe in us, right? Um, they they believe in storing their their their, their financial credentials with us because they know that we, we take it very seriously and we don't release anything that's uh, unnecessary to, to the merchant that's selling. All right. Now let's talk about yeah. the 33% of SMBs who haven't already made the move into cross-border selling. Now 67% have. Let's inspire mm-hmm. the 33. <laughs> How successful has it been for the 67%? I mean, it's really... I mean, if you the um, the example that I gave you just now about silver silk is, mm-hmm. is one, right? Right, um, and I think you can you can you can underestimate itself. And I think to 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 be honest, you know, um, it hasn't been bad for for business to to move online, right? It's been a great outcome. Uh, if you look at the the global e-commerce sales, right, it's it's estimated to reach about seven and a half trillion by 2025, and that's going to account for about a quarter of all retail sales. Now, if you look at it from Singapore's perspective, right, um, last week or a couple of weeks ago, there was a newspaper report that said, you know, in, in November itself, retail sales was about $3.7 billion. Of that, 17% was online, online sales. In October, it was 15. Uh, in 2020, it was 11. So if you, if you ask me, you know, that, that 33%, you know, they got to start thinking very, very hard about moving online because 
the the entire world, entire industry, and the consumers are all moving online. So you got to start. You got to start soon. You got to start today. All right. Now let's talk about social media. Now, first of all, I I sure. have a love hate relationship with social media. <laughs> I I hate it more than I love it. And I love to hate it uh, because (laughs) when I go into my social media pages, I am bombarded with people trying to sell me stuff. But, and here's here's the kicker, I don't like Mm. looking at those pages, right, or those, those posts of people trying to sell me things. And yet, if it wasn't for my social media, I would never have found out that Benjamin Moore was in Singapore and selling paint. Absolutely. (laughs) You you know something, Clarissa? You got to go with it. You got to go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got don't, don't fight it. You know, um, we see know. you see there are three things that we we've seen in social in, in social media, right? right. Number one is is what I call the rise of social shopping. Mm-hmm. So we did we did a survey last year. I think that was the last time I was on where we said that about eighty three percent of our online shoppers shop via their mobile phone. Which is, if you ask me, which is essentially the gateway to social media, right? Social is where the origination of search is starting today. Consumers, right? I I don't go to the website to browse anymore. Mm -hmm. I go to my Instagram feed or, uh, you know, people are browsing, researching, and even buying from social. So for merchants, it's got to be imperative, you know, that you've got to show up where your consumers are spending your time at. So that's number one. So I think secondly, social media was the most popular route for online merchants to grow their business. About 53% of those surveyed, they use it to sell their products. Only 40% said they sold it on marketplaces and about 25% sold on sold via the, um, the e-commerce shopping carts like Shopify. Secondly, of course, social media is easy, you know, so easy to use. You open your app, you're there. People consume information and data and details about what they want to buy and what all in a very, you know, in a very creative manner that today all the uh, Insta social media uh, apps have for you. So as far as I can say, Clarissa, you got to go with it, right? So that business has got to jump on it. You got to yeah, move yeah. up. You got to move You and my children are singing this song. <laughs> you know, it's funny, but you know, TikTok is another, it's another great example, right? I have a friend who, who told me that this is where people now try to understand things that are new in the industry, new in the world. So you have people who talk about cryptocurrency, to talk about their latest, you know, buying, um, the, 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 you know, their latest shopping uh, and, the late, and the influencers and, uh, and reviews. A lot of it is coming through TikTok because, you know, the, the new generation of consumers are consuming media and they're consuming information in a very different way from what you and I used to, you know, you and I used to uh, consume it uh, through, you see. So we've got to start moving that, in that direction. Right. Fantastic. Yep. Would you say that uh-huh. uh, one of the unexpected outcomes, and, and perhaps it was a good thing for businesses, unfortunately, the pandemic yeah. uh, you know, upended all our lives, but maybe mm-hmm. it was good for businesses because it forced them to look at e-commerce. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I think... Um, you know, the, the reason why they had to do it is because the entire global commerce is moving that way, right? And I mentioned earlier that uh, the proportion of online sales uh, as a part of retail sales is increasing. Uh, globally, you know, it will reach 25% in about five years' time. Well, sorry, three years' time. Uh, locally as well, we are seeing about 17%, 18% today, uh, up from 10%, you know, about a year ago. 
So there is this very uh, deliberate, very you know, uh, real move towards online sales, um, online selling, and e-commerce, uh, which a lot of businesses really need to take a very hard look at, uh, and you know, jump in, uh, take the plunge, as you say, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you got you got to do it. All right, now let's talk about plunging. Your, some of your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, taking the plunge. Some yes. of your partners haven't done it yet. They're considering it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd like to. What is PayPal yep. doing to help them get into this global e-commerce space? Yeah, uh, I like I like how we phrase that, right? We said we plunge into e-commerce, <laughs> but you know the the truth of it is that you can plunge into it, or whether you want to plunge or whether you dip your toes, right? Uh, PayPal as a company, we're there for you. So how will we help them? Firstly, speed, right? We make it easy for merchants to sign up on our platform. Right. Um, by estimates, it takes you about 15 minutes and you're all set up with a PayPal account and mm-hmm. you can start receiving money. And that's why we add about you know, 10,000 new merchants every day globally into our platform. Right. Secondly, we give you visibility because once you're onboarded, you know, we've got this wonderful dashboard that helps give the businesses a complete view of all your payment operations. You know, and then you can optimize it with reports and analytics you know, that to give you customer insights. And we even manage help the business to manage fraud, right? Which is a very, very real thing when you when you sell on 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 the internet, uh, when you go digital. And through the dashboard and through our seller protection policies, we help businesses get protected from the impact of you know all these nasty bad actors that want to come into uh, that want to come into the ecosystem. And thirdly, in in addition to speed and visibility, we give you scale. Uh, we give you customers. Uh, there are over 400 million PayPal customers globally. And I dare say that we're one of the very few companies that can help businesses reach new markets and win customers all through a trusted, familiar payment experience. Whether it's you're a, you're a buyer from Singapore or whether you're a buyer from Azerbaijan, I think we do have customers there. You know, you are, you, when you buy from a PayPal merchant, you are given a very uniform uh, buying experience that gives you confidence to know that this merchant that you're buying from, they're good, they're kosher. So these are the three things that we do as a company. Okay. Now, yeah. for these SMBs who want mm-hmm. to, I mean, the process of signing up with you, that seems yeah. to be rather straightforward and very easy. Sure. But what do you think sure. the mindset needs to be? What do they have to do on their back end to prepare mm-hmm. to enter this global e-commerce? Sure. Do they have to make sure they've got logistics partners or they can deliver what they promise? Mm-hmm. What should they be thinking of? So to me, I kind of like to talk in threes, right? You know, I try to. <laughs> no, you know, I hadn't like, noticed. <laughs> like, like Steve Jobs, right? So, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so I, I see it in three ways, right? Um, Localize. Firstly, I think SMBs, you need to know your audience, right? You need to understand and cater to the local nuances and then payment preferences when it comes to selling, you know, to a, a global marketplace. Secondly, uh, I call it socialize. Right, I think it goes back to our point earlier about social selling, right? Social selling is rising and a popular trend, right? Businesses, you know, use it not just to promote, but also to, it serves as a platform which they can eventually monetize and ultimately sell. And third, and last but not least, is optimize. Okay, um, I think we spoke about this just now, right? About how we want everything quickly. So let's face it, we're all in a hurry. We're pressed for time, we multitask, we buy and go. So I think businesses, you need to offer a seamless, frictionless and safe checkout experience, payment experience and to eventually to create and of course just and close the sale as well. Not just creating but closing the sale, right? 
So it will always be an ongoing task, you know, to optimize and improve the buying experience every single time. That's my that's my view on uh, what they need to do. That's your three. <laughs> yeah, that's my. Three. That's all I'm going to give you. <laughs> that's all. Oh, <laughs> you want more? You want four? Sign up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So if you're a member yes. of that 33 percent who haven't, you know, entered into this global e-commerce space. You now have compelling reasons why you can't wait anymore. Yeah, the time is now. The time is, the time now. is now. We've been yes. speaking with Rakesh Krishnamurti, Director of Enterprise Sales PayPal. Rakesh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the information and the insight. Thank you. Thank you, Clarissa. Glad to be and have a good day. You too. I'm Clarissa Monterre for the Workday Afternoon. Stay on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.